My name is Michael Markarian and my family business is a packaging company that serves top brands all over the world. There's no debate that some packaging is harming nature and polluting our cities and something needs to change. My goal is to show you that sustainable options exist and how you can implement them right now. This is the Sustainable Packaging Show. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Sustainable Packaging Show, season number two, where we're teaching you how to build the proof, build the bones, build the build the necessary tools to close deals and make progress. Look, if you're not closing deals in sustainable packaging, if you're not getting brands to sign on for non-greenwash solutions, you're not helping the cause. You're not protecting the planet you're not saving the planet you're 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 just settling for the status quo so i want to push with some urgency like get out there make some stuff happen this is not only can you grow your business create jobs create a great future for you and your family and the people you love you can protect the planet but you got to push and this is a this is like a amazing window of opportunity and to push and close deals you're going to need proof and that's what this season's about this show, I want to just say it again, is for the brands who want to go from traditional to sustainable packaging. That will be the future of the show. But the first two seasons, I had to set the foundation, I believed. And this one, I have to give sustainable packaging companies some tips on how to make the change and make the impact so that when they present to the brand owners, it's a proposition they can say yes to. So we talked about biodegradable. I talked about it at the end of the episode last time. Just, you know, not a huge fan of the term only because there's so much miscommunication around that term. There's greenwashing. It's misleading sometimes. So, you know, that's my general opinion. I mean, if someone has a different opinion, you can email me. MikeM at ContempoPackaging.com. And actually, don't email me about that. I take that back. Email me saying, let's change the world together. I got this great you know, sustainable option together. I want to move from traditional to sustainable. That's that's the kind of stuff you should email me about, okay? But you can email me about that. I'm just only partially joking there. If you have a perspective on the term biodegradable, I'm always, always open to learning as long as it's, uh, you know, constructive and something that's well thought out and, you know, valuable. Okay, so we talked about biodegradable. Let's talk about compostable. It's a term I like more. It's not perfect, but I like it a lot more. And the reason I like it a lot more is because there's less confusion, not that there's not confusion around this. I mean, I was actually reading some uh, articles or news publications. Uh, I think they were on uh, YouTube or I forgot where I was browsing them. I think YouTube. Yeah, it was YouTube. uh Canadian in, in Canada and all sorts of things about compostable versus not and some of them were you know just your cliche stuff that doesn't really get any, any anyone anywhere but some of it was really insightful it was like you know just a good refresher and there is a great deal of confusion around compostable so let's just talk about compostable quickly and again the same routine here you guys get the get the gig and i'm hoping you can get the gig in a couple episodes and i can stop doing these for now but i want to make sure i drill this point home so you're sitting in front of that brand manager and you show them this new material and i'm going to turn instead of using a traditional plastic jar we're going to make it out of this amazing bioresin and this bioresin comes from a byproduct of 
of this crop which is already harvested so it's no additional farming and we're going to do okay great and you know what and they're nodding their heads and they're excited and you know what i have the necessary i can show you the proof of supply we can supply this in millions and millions of units does that work for you yes it does work for me i'm not selling billions of units i'm selling millions so i'm i'm loving this this is great and you say and it's compostable the best part of all it's compostable and they say show me the proof and if you're an amateur, you say, "What do you mean proof? You know, it kind of uh, it 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 kind of breaks down, and I think it breaks down." And but you're not going to do it anymore. You're going to know that that they're looking for certain standards of what compostable is. So let's talk about what compostable is: compostable versus biodegradable. I said it in that green cannabis packaging series. You know, remember the old thing in elementary school or whenever it was where it was like a a square is a rectangle. Excuse me. A rectangle is a square, but a square is not a rectangle, that whole thing. So biodegradable stuff, compostable stuff also biodegrades. But just because you call something biodegradable doesn't mean it's compostable. I mean, compostable is compost. You're composting. You should all YouTube people that compost and are seasoned in composting it's some very impressive stuff and it's more doable than i thought i mean i always thought it was this i mean um this like crazy thing that can't be done but a lot of people are doing it it's a great trend um so but you don't want to throw just random stuff that people call biodegradable into your compost. That's like kind of a big concern that I have with some of these new products is like, you know, you, that's another reason I don't like biodegradable. Oh, it's biodegradable. Oh, that generally means the same as compostable. Let me throw it in the compost bin. Well, next thing you know, you've totally contaminated the compost bin potentially with something that's dangerous that's going to, I mean, uh, say infect, I can't think of a better word, but damage, spoil the rest of the soil in a dangerous way. Then you start growing crops with that compost. So there's consequence to the miscommunication, which is why I'm I'm sort of um, pushing back on these on the term biodegradable because the consumer knowledge isn't there. And not even blaming the consumers though. It's just there's such room for error in a uh, in an area where error really isn't acceptable. Like, we've got to be careful with this stuff. Just like the recycling bin became this dump bin where we just throw stuff in a sloppy manner. Composting, if that's part of our future, which it seems to be, you can't have the same mindset and just say, oh, this thing's quote-unquote biodegradable, let me throw it in there. So there's certain standards um, you should all look at the Biodegradable Products Institute, BPI, and BPI runs certain tests to see whether or not the product is compostable, certified compostable. And it's a lengthy process. It's not necessarily an inexpensive process. What some companies will do to get around that in, in terms of show me the proof, you can often get away with the uh, let's say the films themselves are certified compostable and you could make the claim that these films are made with compostable materials. But if you're, uh, if you make that claim, you've got to make sure that there's not other non-compostable things that are going into that package. But some people I've seen get around that where they say, um, gentlemen who 
knew a lot about compostable packaging had taught me that. He said a lot of brands will say made with compostable films. Um, so this was um, this is one method that some people take. So anyways, but let's go to BPI if you want to uh, get the compostable, get certified. So get certified in the BPI section of the website. Learn about the process. So there's a few testing methods, I believe. Let me not just say I believe. Let me get you the actual testing standard. Um, 6400. ASTM 6400 is the common one that I see. And there's also, just keep in mind, very important with compostable, with your messaging, this stuff's like, it's beyond important. If if you really want to make these changes and you want to see the planet be cleaner, greener, whatever the hell term you want to use, we're all after the same thing, preserving the earth. I like the word preserving, preserving, maybe even turning back the clock if we can, but preserving. You got to be very conscious of what you're instructing consumers to do. So I was one of these YouTube videos in uh, Canada was showing products labeled compostable, but they're industrial compostable, meaning they're only going to break down in, you know, extremely hot environments or, you know, very in an industrial environment. Look up industrial composting and people are throwing them in their home compost or the neighborhood compost and you're contaminating that because it's not going to break down. Think about it also with composting. Home compostable, it's going to be more films, thinner, it's like, you know, it's easier to compost a toothpick than a log. Okay, think about it that way. So if something's thin, it's probably going to compost within time to meet the BPI standard. If it's thicker, then it'll probably require industrial composting. But as we know, industrial composting is not available in many areas of the country and of the world, right? Especially, let's say, third world countries, you're not going to have, I mean, we don't have it in a lot of first world countries. So you can't expect those individuals who might be more sustainably minded than than you and I. You can't expect them, oh, this is a compost. So compostable is only, industrial compostable is limited in its, in its, uh, in its use cases. So that's another one where, gosh, it's, it's a positive, but, and everyone's answer is compostable, 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 but you know, you got to have that infrastructure. And I get the argument that you got to start somewhere and that as the demand increases, then the demand for the the facilities to process all this compostable material. I get that argument that that is sort of you need the demand before you're going to have the infrastructure in every state or every county to compost and have curbside composting everywhere. But that's going to take some time. That's going to take some time which is why I push back on people that say, end plastics now, end plastics now, everything should be compostable. And I'm saying, what are you talking about? Like, do you know what you're talking about? You you obviously don't know what you're talking about. It's a good thought. But before you say that, you've got to, and that was a little harsh, but I want to just say it kind of directly. Before you make that sweeping statement, that's an idealistic statement. We need to get into reality of what we're doing. So you can say, let's end plastics, and here's the plan to do so, and I have a plan 
that if we invest in this type of infrastructure for industrial composting, we can do that and we have a way to replace all the current uh, plastic products with a compostable product where there's sufficient supply chain and 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 over the next five years, ten years, I could see this happening. I mean, I get it. I get it. But it's much easier just to yell, end all plastics tomorrow. I mean, that's much easier. But that's not what we're talking about here entirely, but it's relevant to some of the challenges of composting. Um, I'm a big fan of home composting when possible, but industrial does have its benefits, I think. And I'm just kind of giving that person who there's plenty of people that say that a hard time because I think you're not thinking through it far enough. But I, I'm not against that motive. I do like compostable products, industrial compostable products, so long as we're thinking about the big picture, we're pushing towards the big picture uh, where we have the infrastructure to be able to handle it and where consumers know what to do with it and we're not just yelling end plastics, end plastics and then putting out compostable forks that are only industrial compostable in areas where you can't compost it and it's just going to the landfill and it's kind of like greenwashed in my, in my own way I look at that as greenwashed if you're not if your solution when your solution doesn't really fully make sense so I'm rambling a little bit here but uh, look at BPI there's another standard I want to give you um, let me just look it up before I say it um, so there's BPI that's definitely the the main one um, let's just stick with BPI for now but there are other ones other people but BPI is the main one uh, you've got an industrial version and there's different standards as ASTM there's a U European standard um, so someone says show me the proof BPI is your go-to and then they're going to say is it home or industrial compostable and you're going to say you know, I mean, it depends on whether you got the home testing or the industrial testing. So that's it on composting. Show me the proof. You got to have that proof. Go to BPI and let's call it a day on this episode. Hope you enjoy this episode of the Sustainable Packaging Show. We'll catch you on the next one. Have a great day. Thanks for being part of the Sustainable Packaging Show. If you want to learn more about our family business, visit ContempoPackaging.com. Ladies and gentlemen, the time for greenwashing is over, and the time to make history is right now.